This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Governor Ivey has officially called for a special session within the Alabama legislature to engage in the process of redrawing Alabama's congressional districts. Ivey's proclamation will have state lawmakers returning on Monday, July 17th to Montgomery. The state lawmakers are tasked with debating and approving the redrawing of these congressional districts in order to allow for two districts that have a majority of minority voters grouped together. The lawmakers have until July 21st to submit the plans to a three-judge panel who will then review the plans sometime in the middle of August. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is joining 25 other AGs in support of a federal proposal called Click to Cancel. The Federal Trade Commission is the agency that first proposed that sellers who make it easy for a consumer to sign up for a subscription service must also make the cancellation process just as easy. The FTC chairwoman, Lena Kahn, says some businesses are tricking customers into paying for a subscription they no longer want and that this new rule would make it as easy to cancel as clicking a button. The group of AGs who are in support of the rule offered suggestions and clarifications on how such a rule should be implemented. Also, Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is pushing back at a recent death row inmate's request. James Barber filed at the end of May a request to be executed by nitrogen hypoxia rather than lethal injection. Barber is slated to be executed by the state of Alabama this coming July. Now A.G. Marshall is filing an opposition motion within the Middle District Court saying that the request is time-barred and without merit. In that file, A.G. Marshall also indicated that should the court grant Barber's request, the state is prepared to proceed with a nitrogen hypoxia form of execution. This would be the first of its kind in the state. Back in 2018, the state offered the option to inmates during a window of time and have since had to proceed with developing the protocols and process for this new form of execution. Barber did not select nitrogen hypoxia at the time, but now says that lethal injection is cruel and unusual punishment. The window of time that has been set by Governor Ivey for the state to execute Barber is between July 20th and the 21st. Barber was convicted of the brutal murder of 75-year-old Dorothy Epps during a robbery that occurred back in 2001. The trial of a man accused of shooting and killing the Lowndes County Sheriff back in 2019 is now being moved out of Lowndes County. This comes due to the media coverage on the case as well as the process of trying to find an impartial jury. The case has been transferred to Macon County and will begin this coming October. William Johnson is the one who was charged with the shooting of Sheriff Big John Williams, and that happened when Johnson was only 19 years old. Johnson has entered a plea of not guilty by reason of mental disease and defect. Two teens are in critical condition today after being struck by a train in Helena. There were four teens total who were walking across a railroad trestle when the train came through. Two of those teens were able to jump out of the way while the other two were hit. The rescue of the two injured teens was quite difficult for first responders. One of those victims had fallen down a 100-foot steep embankment and had to be carefully retrieved by rappelling, and the other victim was still underneath the train between the rails about 50 yards from the front of that train and had to be carefully loaded onto a stretcher and pulled to the front in order to be removed. The attorney for Dutch citizen Joran Vandersloot is now asking for more time before his client goes to trial here in Alabama. Vandersloot was extradited from Peru earlier this month and is now in jail awaiting trial for extortion charges. 
surrounding the case of missing Birmingham teenager Natalie Holloway. Attorney Kevin Butler is a public defender who has been assigned to Vandersloot's case. Butler is asking for at least 60 days to be given before Vandersloot goes to trial. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, justices with the U.S. Supreme Court have issued a 6-3 ruling in a case coming out of North Carolina. The Moore v. Harper case proposed an independent state legislature theory, which essentially sought to draw congressional district lines apart from the approval of the state Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme Court rejected that argument, determining that the U.S. Constitution election clause does not vest exclusive and independent authority into the state legislature in order for them to set the rules regarding federal elections. The North Carolina State Supreme Court rejected a congressional map that was proposed by the state legislature back in 2022. They called it an intentional partisan gerrymandering. There are now about nine significant cases that the U.S. Supreme Court will be issuing judgments and rulings on in the remaining days of this month. The latest bribery and pay-to-play scandal attached to Joe Biden and his family members is resulting in some interesting and mysterious liaisons. This past weekend, Joe Biden jetted off to Camp David with his son, Hunter Biden, just hours after more information was released by the House Ways and Means Committee regarding Hunter Biden's extensive money intake from foreign entities while Joe Biden was vice president. Now Joe Biden was seen having lunch with Barack Obama at the White House this past Tuesday. The White House press secretary refused to reveal the nature of that meeting. Meanwhile, the House Oversight Committee is releasing more text messages on WhatsApp involving Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and the Chinese energy company known as CEFC that has been linked to the Chinese Communist Party. In those messages, Hunter tells CEFC associate Gong Wen Dong that the Biden family are the best at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. The very next day, one of Hunter's shell companies received a $100,000 deposit from the CEFC. Now, you may be wondering who is the chairman. The chairman that Hunter was referring to is Xi Jinping, a Chinese billionaire who has ties to the CCP intelligence gathering agency. The House Oversight Committee tweeted out that it's becoming more and more evident that the Bidens put China and their interests of influencing and infiltrating the U.S. first and America last. None of this was lost on Donald Trump this week as he continues his 2024 presidential primary campaign. Trump spoke at a New Hampshire luncheon for Republican women at the same time that Joe Biden was dining with Barack Obama. Here today are on a mission to liberate our nation from a corrupt Washington swamp that's destroying America for their own power. That's what they want, I guess. Power and profit and personal gain. There's no better example than the most corrupt president in the history of our country. Joe Biden, he's the most corrupt president we've ever had. You see what's going on. And the fake news doesn't want to report it. They don't put it in the papers. This is 10 times bigger, 100 times. No, this is 100 times bigger than Watergate. And they don't want to report it for whatever reason. That's why they have no credibility at all. On November 5th, 2024, we're going to stand up to the Marxists and communists, fascists and globalists. We're going to Evict crooked Joe Biden. He is crooked as hell. You know, I took the uh, name away from Hillary. I was crooked Hillary. And now I call her beautiful Hillary. She's a beautiful woman. But I figured that Joe was uh, so deserving of it. But he's crooked Joe Biden. Speaking of New Hampshire, 
That state has an interesting and disturbing story that's developing there. A person who is described as the state's first transgender state lawmaker goes by the name of Stacey Lawton. Lawton apparently has quite the criminal history before that person ran for office, including credit card fraud and a felony charge of making a bomb threat to a medical center in New Hampshire. Lawton was allowed to run for office in 2019 after paying restitution on the credit card fraud charges and was then arrested in 2021 for misusing the 911 system and entering false information. Lawton resigned from state office after being arrested for stalking a woman, and now Lawton has been arrested again on four counts of possession and distribution of child pornography. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence has released documents from Congress about the origins of COVID-19. The declassified docs explore the link between the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China and the lab leak theory. The report never says definitively that the virus first infected those Chinese scientists working at the lab, but they certainly consider that as a plausible explanation. What is also interesting is that various intelligence community agencies have proposed varying theories that it was an accident in a lab or it was contracted through natural contact with a wild animal, but all of them insist that this was not a bioweapon that was in development at the behest of the communist Chinese government and with the knowledge of the U.S. National Institute of Health. The ODNI report does not cite any evidence of how there was a leak at the lab or how it was contracted from animals, yet they still insist that it was not a bioweapon. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul does not seem to be satisfied with this nebulous report. He tweeted out that the report simply confirms what has been known for years now, that the Chinese Communist Army was doing research at the Wuhan lab in order to create a bioweapon, and that the ODNI report does not go far enough to inform Americans the fact that their taxpayer money was being used to fund it. And a New York City man was recorded throwing pizza slices over the fence at City Hall in New York City. The man is protesting the newly proposed carbon emissions standards that would create a new governance over coal and wood-fired ovens in restaurants that make pizza. An emission control system would have to be installed that would cost the pizza makers tens of thousands of dollars. Scott Lobato is an artist who decided to protest with Five boxes of pizza. Lobato is no stranger to taking on government overreach. He posts videos on Twitter on a regular basis, and here is him talking about the pizza display with Real America's Voice. Listen to me. You don't touch a New Yorker's pizza. I'm glad that this might be that straw, that that tea party, that revolutionary moment, that shot heard around the world. Look, it was kind of humorous. I threw some pizza. I'm an artist. Dan, you know I've been doing this 30 years. Mm-hmm. I do. I use props. That pizza was my Michelangelo paintbrush. Okay? That was the visual stimulation. That's what people need nowadays, visual stimulation. True. And when New Yorkers saw that, and the whole world saw it, I mean, I, I, I got interviews from Australia, because this same garbage has happened around the world. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 